Hello, and welcome to World's Strongest Podcast. I'm Zach, and my co-hosts, uh, Thomas. Hey. And Chase. Hello. <laughs> now, this is going to be our first episode. We'll be going through the entirety of the series Dragon Ball. Fun times, I know. And, and uh, Dragon Ball Z. And, and Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z. GT. We're getting there. We're starting yeah. with Ball. We I just want to make started. sure it's clear. It sounded so stiff all of a sudden. You know, like now we're all <laughs> getting prepared for the moment of like talking about it. And oh, loose it up. Look, I just got to get all loosey-goosey. I've been doing my throat workouts all day, so I'm ready to go. I don't call it a workout where we're from. Hi, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Off to a stellar start already. Oh, strong. This will be a kind of combination recap, telling of the episodes, as well as our various thoughts, feelings, our review, and kind of just our our general little blurbs that pop into our head as we go through. Uh, First episode here, we're covering the first three episodes of Dragon Ball. So, without further ado, episode one, Secret of the Dragon Balls. The secret of the Dragon Balls. All right, well, fucking coming in here. The, the. Just trying to trying to help. Just, it's a definite article. <laughs> Redo. Yeah, ready to pull it back. All right. Right. <laughs> Episode one: The Secret of the Dragon Balls. Nice, much better. better? Yeah, it's better. Mm. So the episode opens, and we get a brief summary of the finding of Goku by Grandpa Gohan, saying that he found him in a mossy patch in the middle of a forest. Uh. And that he took him and raised him as his own, and now Goku is a magical monkey boy ready to start an adventure as it transitions. I I, I do like that this gets retconned eventually into him being actually just found in a spaceship in a mossy patch. Yeah, but it could be like a mossy spaceship. Oh, it's true. Those do get mossy. We don't know how long he was in there for. Yeah, I guess I I think it was like maybe a couple hours (laughs) in terms of like what the. How spoilery do we want to get with this? It doesn't matter. It's, I think. Oh, I, don't think I think. Everyone's well, I mean, Dragon so Ball like Z. Saiyans don't age all that quickly, right? They they age pretty quickly until they hit like age twenty, and then they don't age at all really until they hit age oh, okay. eighty, so and the, then they age so the a pod, lot. So it doesn't make sense for the pod to have been sitting there for like five years. No, 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 not oh, okay. yeah, So like he's gonna age like a normal human, then he becomes like peak. He becomes peak twenty-one-year-old, and then stays that way <laughs> till eighty. Peak. Gotcha. Which is, yeah, like, they, it's like, oh, this is the ideal human yeah. body. <laughs> that's <laughs> what he's... 21-year-old and 6-year-old in mind. His, like, it's this, the most powerful oh, yeah. And that's when he's his best punch boy, roughly in the 20 age. Yeah. 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 Peak evolution. <laughs> Strap in, because we're going to be talking about punch boys a lot in this series. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. The series is heavy in punch boys. Oh, yeah. Not yet, though. But after... Not yet. But before we yes. continue on... We have to talk about the one I was, thing, I was the intro to, to the show. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> then, after this prologue, we get the first intro. That intro with Mystical Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> but yes, the first intro ever for Dragon Ball, which is Mystical Adventure, which is just a fun fucking time. It's aggressively it's... 80s in the best way possible. <laughs> It really it's is. It's also extremely, like, charming and dumb and just is the plot of the show, kind of, right? It just kind of yeah. explains what's about to happen. Like, true yeah, adventure like, bullshit. Yeah, it just kind of lays everything out in a way that intros don't kind of usually do nowadays, I guess. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Like, find that Dragon Ball, look yeah. out for them all. It's really just telling you exactly what we're going to be doing <laughs> for the next while. <laughs> and it shows, like, a bunch of characters that are just not going to show up. I like that it just shows a bunch of characters running around, which is, like, such the anime thing at this point. But... Also, I like the depiction of Shinron in this. Hey, guys. Like, he looks scary. He does scary. look freaky. He does look scary. Shenron is much yeah. more intimidating in the which... beginning than later on, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Okay. And I like that it's very adventure-focused was something that I thought about. Uh, in the sense that there is some, like, little bit of combat there and, like, a little bit of, like, punching and whatnot, but mostly it's just them running around these cool locations over yeah it's like oh where are they yeah, gonna go it, to next? and that's the yeah. focus more than the fighting at this point for dragon ball which i mm. think is interesting seeing like what it is then and what it will become mm. yeah so after magic adventure which is a great intro we will be talking about it mystical, mystical adventure. adventure i'm great at this oh uh God. we meet goku who is now living alone in the woods and he's just kind of going through his morning routine He's going to go get some wood. What well, is he's his going morning to go routine? chop some wood with his big old saw, which <laughs> I wrote yeah. something Goku equals guts when I saw him with his giant wood saw. Yeah, he has a fucking <laughs> massive wood saw and he's rolling down a log, rolling on a log, yeah. like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, which he character. then just like throws in the air and fucking obliterates with a punch. And just and like punches. then he's like, "Yep, that's done." And I'm like, "What was the point of this?" <laughs> he chopped. Look, look, he's perfected we never see it where this so would... well that it falls into an exact pyramid. <laughs> Which begs we never the question, know what, what does he need the saw to. for? That is the big question, right? Like, <laughs> could he not just break the tree with his fist? How big is the tree to make a it log that size? It is a big question size? of why he needs the log if he could just obliterate this fucking <laughs> this tree with one punch. Like, he could probably knock it over. <laughs> But we also see Goku. And he does lift yeah. up a We car, also see Goku so. fishing with his tail, which is just great. And he catches a big old True. fish because he wants to eat lunch. He's hungry. How deep is I, that? I river? don't know. I mean, like honestly, that is a. It also just fish. goes right into asserting one thing that we all know about Goku and will continue to be asserted. Goku's always been Goku. Like, watching Goku in this intro yeah. here, right in the first episode, I'm like, I know Goku's a flat character, but it really, like, he is exactly who he's going to be right from minute one. Yeah, he's he's a mm. dumb idiot who doesn't understand anything and loves punching <laughs> things. To That's it. <laughs> That's it. He, he, first thing he does, punches a piece of wood. Second thing he does, kicks a fish. Yeah, that was like... Third thing, that third thing he does. Wily Coyote. No, Wily Coyote is a saber too. This is true. Which I That's love true. the fucking Looney Tunes ass sound effects that they use. When it comes yes, to... I'm just like, oh my god. Which really this asserts is great. like how just light and airy the initial tone of Dragon Ball is. Like it's very cartoony, very yeah. slapstick. Which is something I wrote down. Yeah, it's it's very much like no stakes yeah. at all. Right, the now. stakes are very yeah. low right at the beginning here. Um. And we yeah, also see have gun- Goku literally have praying yet. to his Dragon Ball, like the four-star ball, which I thought was interesting that that's, like, such a reverent object for him that, like, he thinks of it as housing his grandpa. 
Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he, refers, yeah. he straight up refers to it as his grandfather. I, I think so. it literally, it, he thinks it is his grandfather. Yeah. Like, like that's where his grandfather went. Well, like, you say that, but he also, like, later is like, this is the only thing I have left of his. Like, this is the last thing he gave me. Like, he, yeah. he refers to it in different ways, which is interesting. Oh, to, to clarify mm-hmm. something I didn't yeah. clarify up top, we are watching the dub of Dragon Ball. So just a heads up. Oh, yeah, we are not watching the sub yeah. of any of this stuff. Just yeah. so people know what version of this we're watching. Yes. But... Yeah. yeah oh, and don't read. forget the pee joke. We were talking about the fishing scene earlier. Goku's like, here comes oh, the dear. waterfall! And just pisses <laughs> with no warning that this is going to happen. And we see a lot of Goku penis. As, like, this is the first time we see Goku's... As, as Goku hangs yeah. dong for the first time, and he will continue to yeah, do it Yeah, his penis that just looks like two Cs in terms of how it's drawn, <laughs> just facing <laughs> upward. That's true. It's like yeah, a little C and a that. slightly yeah, larger like, C. I like how you use C instead of just two small oh, U's. Damn it! <laughs> well, U has a little tail yes. on it. Picture, if you will, a C, but on I its like side. I like how you're like a U has to have uh, a tail does. on it. Otherwise, it's just a sideways. <laughs> and C. well, Goku's got a little bit of tail on him. It's all. I'm don't worry. Say. Don't worry. We'll get more into discussions on tail oh, in episode God. two. <laughs> yeah, true, but right after Goku does his fishing for the day, and he's caught his big grub because he wants to eat, he's taking it back along the road when yeah. all of a sudden. He's struck by a fucking car. <laughs> Driven by none other than the blue-haired inventor herself, Bulma. Now, who, let us add, is wearing her name on her shirt. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah so we know who the so, hell she uh, is the thing immediately. To point out, <laughs> I, we, I thought, like, oh, a curatorial likes making fun shirts. The answer is that's what he loves doing, apparently. Because he just, like... That shirt is a Bulma shirt. We know we eventually get to bad guy t-shirt <laughs> mm-hmm. and all these kind of different weird shirts that I think he just likes making oh, no. weird shirts. Toriyama loves his character designs and he's so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, I, I... I do also want to point out that Goku then goes like, gosh, that's a monster. And her immediate response, recognizing Goku as a human, pulls out a fucking gun after hitting him with a car <laughs> no, no, and no, no, proceeds no. to shoot him after he There's one step him. in between these two moments. <laughs> Goku okay, calls her car a monster ahead. because Goku's never seen technology and gets scared. Uh, and he lifts the mm-hmm. car over his fucking head in, like, the Superman comic episode one pose. Like, comic number one. And just yeah. fucking throws it. Which, like, yeah, already Goku's this strong. <laughs> and then, from the overturned I car... I feel it's justified when the maneuver. overturned car, Bulma <laughs> pops out and shoots Goku, like, eight times. Which, you know, in context, I can which, dig it. Yeah. It which Goku sense. responds with by just being sort of peeved that he got shot. Like, he's just like, ow. But she doesn't think, she thinks she's yes. going to kill him. She's trying to Bulma, murder Goku. Look, Goku drew first Bulma blood, Bulma tries right. to kill. Yeah. Not, never mind that yeah. Bulba hit her with the car. Bulma accidentally yeah. <laughs> tries to kill Goku and then purposefully tries to kill Goku <laughs> all within the span of the first two minutes that they've known each other. Look. Look, 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 look. She just knows the importance that you have to double tap, <laughs> Well, my, right? my favorite thing is that Goku's not even it's mad good. at her because he just doesn't... He doesn't realize that that was supposed to kill him. <laughs> he's just like... Yeah, he does not recognize gun as a dangerous thing. he's bulletproof thing already. And he's just like, ow, that hurt! And she's like, fuck. Mm, it just kind of smarts. like, oh, shit. Yeah, damn, that stings. Anyway, you yeah, want to eat this fish? Yeah, I got yeah, the so same yeah, fish. he's he's already still focused on the fucking fish because it's Goku and Goku's Goku. So she's yeah. like, "You want to come eat this?" 
And she's like, you know what? I can't kill him, so sure. So, <laughs> Bulma... <laughs> Oh, and I also think she's like he has a Dragon Ball near, right? Like she kind of pulls yeah. out the dragon radar and is like, "This yeah." Which she have sees it. Yeah. that like, yeah, there's a Dragon Ball nearby because she's invented the dragon radar already. Um, so Bulma. Okay, so, so now question. Go for it. Uh, question. Okay. So right at, immediately after this, sort of a little bit, Goku asks Bulma her name. At which point she hesitates, kind of looks down, and then says Bulma, which is written As on her she- shirt. Are we confident that's actually her name, or she made that up on the spot and is too terrified of Goku to ever actually Honestly, correct it? Do you think her looking at the shirt is like, you idiot, it's, the, it's on my shirt? Hmm. Which then raises another question of why Bulma thinks that it's normal to just wear your name on a shirt right up front. Because no one else does it. I feel like she's always been a brand person, you know? She's always got the capsule cars. So she's like, I'm going to brand myself Bulma. That's true. I mean, she is the daughter of the richest man alive. You think she cares she is, what other people She think? is looking for a boyfriend, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. Put, put the name out. We out there yet. <laughs> So they go back. We were in five minutes, though. So Bulma and Goku go back to Goku's hut. There, Bulma sees the Dragon Ball, which glows in response to them arriving, which Goku has never seen it do before. Now, yeah, he's he's extremely confused, but that is going to be pretty much the normal state for Goku going forwards. So, yeah. <laughs> for like so the Bulma calls it a Dragon Ball, which Goku has never heard it called that. Which, revealing that, you know, this is the thing. This is the title of the show. Credits roll. Yeah, yeah this is the Dragon Ball. <laughs> so, yeah. Bulma opens up her bag and reveals that she has two Dragon Balls of her own. And that she's trying to gather all seven, because once you do, you can get a wish. Things that Goku did not know that this could do. He just thought of this as a trinket that his grandpa kept. So, Bulma reveals yeah. that her intention, her intended wish, which is to get a boyfriend, and convinces... Well, now, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. You, sk- you skipped over that we learn all this through a cut through a cut to Pilaf, unless you were getting that. Oh, yeah, that. you're correct. They do. At, which point, yeah. at which point, Pilaf grabs the one ball and thinks, oh my god, I've got this thing. What does it do? Because, you know, he's been searching for this and doesn't even know what it does. <laughs> I, he's like, I don't know what it does. I know that I want it. But it's shiny, and, it seems and that I he want doesn't it. know that he can get more than that. He needs to get more than one. Like he just gets the first. Yeah, one. He's I, like, think he, I think I have he the, gets one. the one. Yeah, he's yeah. like, now I'm gonna make my wish, and then introducing Pilaf and his two sidekicks, Mai, an adult human woman, and Shu, yes. a dog ninja, <laughs> and Pilaf, a, a blue <laughs> goblin, the best. Um, Pilaf, yeah, <laughs> and by uh, their the, powers the, combined, they are Captain which, Planet. I I pointed out that, like, a big thing with this villain introduction is how comedic it immediately is. Like, these are the three stooges, more or less. With Mai as the straight woman of the group, and Shu being just a big old dumbass, and Pilaf being just... Yeah, not not being much much smarter, smarter, but thinking he's far (laughs) smarter. And I... And and Shu accepts he's a moron. And they all suck They're all... Well, actually, Mai is pretty decent at her job. Mai! She's... Hmm. I feel like Mai's not but amazing is... at her job, but, like, is the person you'd be like, that's the assistant manager. She is by far the most competent yeah, member that. of the Pilaf trio, but that is an incredibly is low bar that she manages to get over. <laughs> <laughs> she nimbly steps over. <laughs> Which, yeah, like I yeah. said, like, this is very comedic, and once again, just sets the stakes of how low it is. Like, you know what Pilaf's goal is, which is world domination. He establishes that, like, immediately. Which, that's pretty big. 
but the overall tone makes it feel smaller than it really is. As yeah, like he wouldn't really know what to do. Yeah, with <laughs> which is established well, later. He, I, I do, I do know what he's going to wish for. He has a wish. I know what it is. I will not spoil. No, we'll what get the to wish that. Will be. <laughs> it you. is good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. But before we go on a little further, I have two things that I just want to point out that um happened, or one thing. One thing says Bulma is a better name than Goku earlier when they first introduced <laughs> this each is other. true. I think they both have equal. <laughs> names. I think I think so as well, considering <laughs> Bulma is named after yeah, underwear yeah, and Goku's shirt, named after rice. Second thing, Goku is twelve canonically in the story right now. Bulma is sixteen. They're never gonna. I don't think they establish this anytime soon. So I'm just gonna establish it now. Correct. Right. So oh, Bulma no. sixteen, Goku twelve. Also, Goku is being trained to be like steel, <laughs> as he put it. I do not know what this means. <laughs> it, it means that he needs to get iron and other metal to become carbon, carbon. to become an alloy. Yeah, he's like, I want to be as hard as steel. And he is. He got shot. Well, honestly, off that, I think that makes him so harder than working. steel. <laughs> A bullet yeah. will pass through most steel. <laughs> God, Goku's harder than steel. Well, you can also right. talk about the oh, fact yeah. that when Bulma wants to get the Dragon Ball from Goku, the first thing that she tries to offer is a peak, so to speak, because... Yeah, yeah so yeah, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, this is, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is this Look, weird. Toriyama is a pervert. We all know this. <laughs> but... Yeah. I, co- I have to yeah. agree when, with it at some point. I mean, yeah, but when wrong. she's like, I'll give you a peak, Goku's just, I don't want to see your dirty fanny. This is verbatim his response, <laughs> and I think about it a lot. <laughs> Which I think really works so this, much better in Britain. This will be getting to our main point. Goku may be asexual or doesn't doesn't know what sex oh, yeah. is and never. Also, will. don't forget something I wrote down around this point when I was watching the episode. Once they had like joined together, once she had convinced him to bring Goku along, or for Goku to come along with her and bring the four star ball. Um, Goku has no real want at this point, like. Bulma is the one with an objective here, which is to get the Dragon Balls. Goku doesn't really care. Like, it, it doesn't seem like he really cares yeah, that much. Like, he's, he's a little kinda... curious, but not enough to do this on his own. Yeah. I he's... think, yeah, she's like, hey, just come out here and go on an adventure. And he's like, yo, that's sick, <laughs> nasty. I got nothing better to do on a Tuesday. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. That's kind of what he's like. He's like, I just live here and hit wood. Like, <laughs> maybe I will wood. get stronger. Maybe I will become like steel if that's, I go out yeah. there. That's about <laughs> Goku's only Become goal as is steel. to get stronger for no conceivable point other than to be stronger. Which, yeah. The only steel yeah. object he Become... was left was that saw. And if the saw can cut down the tree, then by God he will cut down the tree <laughs> as well. Which, to be fair, Goku wanting to get stronger with no real end goal is pretty much Goku's goal from this point forward. He will have other goals on the path. I mean, the, the goal is to be strong Look, like he passes steel. steel. He is already <laughs> past steel. <laughs> It but is a metaphor. <laughs> Actually, it's a simile. But with that out of the way, I do want to point out one thing though. While they're walking, like they're walking back to like her motorcycle because they agree to go on this adventure, right? Mm-hmm. The camera movement while they're walking is like the camera's bobbing, the background's moving, and they're bobbing with the camera is terrible <laughs> to look at. <laughs> now is a good time to remind you that this came out in like the mid nineteen eighties. Yeah, this came out in America, oh, I believe. No, like in America, Dragon Ball. Japan? Not, the original Dragon Ball didn't come out in America until like 2000. 
It came out after Z made uh, its release. Okay, I thought it was like hmm. ninety something. Like the no, it was like, like early two thousands. I want to say the first time they ever put Dragon okay. Ball into English and distributed it in America was in like two thousand two, two thousand one. I don't know this precisely, yeah. and I'm sure we'll get yeah. plenty of corrections on that. But yeah, so yeah. which is another interesting thing that America got Dragon Ball out of order. Um, yeah, and way later, but. Let's not focus. Yeah. Which probably explains why not many people have watched Dragon Ball outside of it the really fans. It really is the reason. Like, as a kid, I saw no reason to go back to Dragon Ball, because I was like, but I like Z, and I just kept going. Yeah. But, <laughs> but why, would I watch kid, why would I watch Kid Goku when I can watch it? Yeah, and then I asked Goku. myself that same question again when GT came out. But, moving forward, <laughs> Bulma and Goku begin their adventure and hit their first roadblock, which is a pterodactyl which tries to abduct Bulma because okay. Bulma goes wanna, off because she needs I'm, to pee. We need to pause Pausing. this. We need to pause this. Because mm-hmm. we, we established the one of the most important thing in the show. She makes a fucking motorcycle come out yes. of a capsule. We have to establish the fact that there are little capsules that you press the button of and shit explodes I'm just gonna say, out of them. Uh, when I saw that, the only note I wrote were, capsules are cool still. Because capsules are cool. I also wrote capsules. I wrote the capsule tech is still cool. <laughs> also, apparently they're called dino yeah, she capsules. Dino caps. Yeah, so they're, they're also known yeah, as dino which caps. I think they kind of abandoned the Why? dino part. Like the dino caps name by Z. I don't know. I think that might be a more direct. <laughs> she, she just That might says be a more it. direct <laughs> translation of what she says at that point. And that might actually be what the capsules are supposed to be called. Like dino caps but yeah, eventually because they're called capsule corp everyone just starts calling them capsules because they are man, so i wrote down dinosaur. also the number nine capsule that's the motorcycle <laughs> yes which we could keep track <laughs> bulma has like i think 10 or 11 of these total maybe 12 total little capsules in her capsule box seems like that yeah. so we'll get to see sure. what all the are we are we trying I mean these are just like a good narrative tool for Toriyama cuz he can have whatever the <laughs> fuck he wants come out of the capsules as long as he doesn't have more than 12 things it really is a masterstroke of storytelling <laughs> if they <laughs> but yes mm, i can be as lazy okay. as i want i don't know if you realize that that is Toriyama's like writing principle oh i am <laughs> Well and it's aware. my favorite thing about him. Not because he does that. The whole Super Saiyan hair thing was because he didn't want to color the hair it's anymore. so good. He's, he is the most honest <laughs> person point out, in interviews, and it's the best thing ever. Bulma said, I'm an expert driver when they get on the motorcycle, literally ten minutes after hitting Goku with a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they also do fly off the cliff, and she's like, oh, that was close. I really need Look, to be more we have careful. a lot of times... Yeah, and then Goku's like, this is sick We have a lot of times where people <laughs> say they're good at something and then aren't. <laughs> or say or That's say true. that they don't like <laughs> something, but keep continuously doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I do I'm love a genius. When, oh, no. When Goku, they throw the capsule, you know, and explodes, the motorcycle comes out, and they're walking, you know, they're getting on the motorcycle right away. Goku just says "nido" to the whole concept of transportation, <laughs> which is something he has never thought about, except for maybe like riding on the saber tooth tiger, right? right yeah. Yeah, or riding a log in the most common form of travel Goku's... before cars. Do you think after meeting Bulma, he got ideas for lashing four of his logs together? 
Oh my god, do you think he tried to invent the wheel one day? I, we have no evidence that he hasn't, so I am forced to believe that he did. Going from Cro-Magnon man to modern civilization in a single forest. Well, so, they begin their trek. Goku and Bulma are riding off when Bulma needs to pee. Keep in mind, this is the second time pee has come up on screen so far in one episode. But... Goku is confused by the concept of be- something not wanting to see yes. them pee. Goku loves pissing in front of people canonically. You see, so Goku far. loves it, but also never does. I'm assuming he peed in front of Grandpa Gohan, yeah. but Grandpa Gohan's dead. Which, yeah, I assume him and Grandpa Gohan pissed in yeah, front of each other. Yeah, because they a bunch. just lived in the woods. Does that mean the toilets in front of the Dragon Ball? <laughs> yeah, that's how you make a Dragon Ball. <laughs> a lot of piss. God damn it. It's super so, easy. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Bulma, Bulma <laughs> goes off to pee when Goku hears her screaming and asking her to come help. Uh, Goku comes and finds a big old pterodactyl holding Bulma, which this pterodactyl <laughs> talks and says that they have a date. You know, want to point out, the saber-toothed tiger no. didn't talk. The fish but did the not But the pterodactyl. The pterodactyl. Human <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> to the point that not like only can it speak, being. but it understands the concept of dates and deceit. So, <laughs> the pterodactyl is, like, telling Goku that, yes, we have a date, we're friends, uh, hold on, stand here, and then ties him up, which Goku is just, like, all for up until the moment that the tying up is done, and then that's when he's finally like, oh, I think you're not being oh, wait honest. wait a minute, you've tricked me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, which wait the, a minute. Uh, to be fair, the pterodactyl immediately fesses up to as soon as Goku accuses him of dishonesty. <laughs> He's also real rapey, yeah. but that's all. Yeah, as yeah. he's like, I want, he did say a joke that he liked, though. He did say, I want, he's like, stop crying. I want a happy meal. That made me laugh. It's, it's that one good was pretty good. Shit. Just because it felt so specific yeah. Which time. Goku then unties himself and gets Bulma's motorcycle, which he can now understand how to drive. Um... Drives it, just ramps it, it this up is the off perfect... of a ramp, and then jumps off of it to fucking snaps the pterodactyl's pterodactyl horn off with the power pole, which power pole yeah. is cool. I wrote down power pole, still sick yes, as fuck. It is. <laughs> and then catches. Yeah. There's our then he falls, pulls. and Goku doesn't take fall damage because Goku falls like easily a half mile. And just kind of lands. But he cannot fly. Look, he took a bullet. Your gravity yeah. needs nothing Bulma, to on the other hand, gets caught on a branch and needs help. No, he like he like throws yeah. the power pole at her and the power pole gets like yeah, yeah, wedged yeah, through her, her right. shirt. Her, yeah. Yeah. He, throws a, he throws a pole <laughs> through Earth. Which is mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> Catching her. Yeah, it's, he's amazing. Also brings our Goku murder yeah, count Which to he one. says after he does this, yeah. he's like, I don't like hurting people. Goku likes hurting people. That's a lie. <laughs> this, this is yeah, it's objectively false. Goku yeah. loves punching. This this will be a false statement as we see time and time again. Uh, one thing I do want to point out, because you're like, how do you learn how to drive the car? Goku is a known stealer of yes, techniques. Which I did write down. <laughs> he just copied the ability. I did how write to down, drive. Goku equals quick learner. And that's something that, honestly, this yeah. is a good way to establish it. Like, early on, and it's very much, like, put down. Like, Goku is kind of an idiot savant. <laughs> he will just pick yeah. things up after watching someone do it once. 
I think he's like that person you know who's like really focused on one thing and everything else slides yes. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just a they're just a nicer. I've never met someone who's like that who's also like really nice <laughs> and friendly. Mm-hmm. They're like the friendly version of someone who's like I only like fighting, and they're like, do you want to go see a movie? <laughs> nah. Is there fighting in it? I'm. Is there, yeah, is there fighting in it? And you're like, okay. Yeah. No, that is very much Goku we'll go to watch the fighting. And so yeah, and then yeah. this is the end of the episode. The episode ends with them back on the trail. Heading off to go find the Dragon Balls. Driving off into the sunset for new adventure. <laughs> and then the outro song, I'll, S- I'll Give You Romance, comes on. That's the outro song. I enjoy it. It sucks. I'm a 0 out of 10. Mystical adventure, Skip a hot every jam. Time. I'll give you romance. Oh, I also noticed again, a lot of focus on the adventure aspect in even the ending. And a yeah. lot of shots of Bulma. Which, like... Uh, what's interesting about watching Dragon Ball 2 like at this point is seeing how many anime tropes are now like commonplace that this started even from like episode 1 with like the here's the intro with all these characters that haven't shown up yet running around doing funky stuff here's the outro with our (laughs) female character just like staring at things and then yeah I don't know I don't know if they invented these tropes this is like a 80s like this came on the 80s so like there's anime before this I just think like this this manga and everything was sort of like not the cutting edge but it was just like a like adventure manga so like i think, I it, think it yeah has Touch, a bunch of those tropes i just think they touching do on well, the, uh, the touching idea. on the characters that keep showing up that we haven't met yet i like that between the commercial on the commercial break sections they just have oolong this pig guy show up out of nowhere yeah. that like we're it's it seems like we're supposed to know but has no appearance and will not make one <laughs> for a while yeah it is very funny that just like Oolong is there so much and is treated as like a mascot character and yet has not been introduced yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see him eventually. Eventually. <laughs> oh, without further ado then, moving oh. on to episode two, The Emperor's Quest. Right up top, I just want to say, weird to call this The Emperor's Quest when it very much does not focus on Pilaf. He's in there for maybe yeah. three minutes. I believe the Japanese name is like literally translated to what the no balls, I believe, something of that. Then nature. I get why they went with this name. <laughs> Cowards. <laughs> uh, I do like a little bit of trivia research. No, this is fun. I like the trivia facts. <laughs> yeah. So this no, episode good. opens with Goku and Bulma stopping to. S- it does not. Communist hat owl is the opener for this. <laughs> An owl, comrade the hat, owl. The comrade owl appears. Go on. Then now you may continue. That's comrade, it. it just, comrade on a tree branch, an owl with comes out commie hat. with the communist, which is commie the... hat, and then Goku and Bulma try. It is great. <laughs> Do it properly. I don't know it's why the discrepancies in the level of clothing and intelligence that all the animals have is just going to be a continuous point of contention yeah. this whole time. We're we're really we're really working on the Disney goofy uh, Pluto level here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yes. So, I, after I we see Comrade that. Al, <laughs> Goku and Bulma Thank you. drive off for a little bit until they decide to set up camp for the night, with Bulma pulling out another capsule that has a full home in it. Goku thinks it's a monster. Which is this bigger is the than O1. the other ones. Yeah, this is the O1 that, capsule. Yeah, the, ha- the house capsule is about as a twice monster. the size of the other capsules, which means there's some sort of like spatial quality to what a capsule can They're, store. To some degree, yes. The yeah. larger the capsule, the larger the item inside. 
or at least in theory. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe. We have no I don't idea. Think, <laughs> as someone who's watched a lot of Dragon Ball, I don't think they ever explain really how capsules work, nor do I think they need to. I feel like whatever explanation they come up with, I, it's just going to sound really dumb. I do also want to point out, Bulma's wearing a sick jacket that also Wait. has the name Bulba laid on each side of her shoulders. She See, but I can everything with Bulma. See, but the, the leather jacket makes more sense than just walking around with a t-shirt and blaze, with your name blazing across the chest. I bet underneath it is a t-shirt that says Bulma. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure. nods. She didn't but have no, to change. Bulma has sick yeah. fashion sense. Actually, I think she's just wearing a white tee. Bulma has great <laughs> yes, fashion sense fashion. and it's going to keep It's like a going. onesie jacket yeah. thing. This is going to be a constant throughout. <laughs> she's... <laughs> yeah. So, Goku and Bulma set up camp for the night, with Goku kind of learning about the world outside of his woods. For one, this is his first real encounter with a lot of home technology, so he sees a TV for the first time, and of course he's like, there's a little man inside! He learns about... yeah, He's trying to he get learns out! About rock music. What is this little yeah, soul He learns about steer. rock music, which he hates, right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's only... He loves Beethoven, he hates <laughs> rock music. And Weird also guy. gets a bath. Implicitly, possibly the first bath he's ever had. Bulma being like, you need to take a bath, and he doesn't know the word. <laughs> just interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see this. You see the size of Grandpa Gohan's. I hesitate to call it a house because it's really only like a it's garage. It's really just a room. There's, there was no bathtub. <laughs> yeah, it's a hut. I don't know. I feel like a hut usually has at least two rooms. Uh, okay. We don't need to argue about what <laughs> qualifies as a hut here. This is not the podcast. In your big luxury huts. But, but yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. We Meanwhile, could. while Bo- Goku's getting his first bath. We cut to Emperor Pilaf's house, which I just wrote the words, Emperor Pilaf's house is tight in all caps when I saw it, because honestly, it really he has a is. great house. I do want to point back just a little bit before we go to the Pilaf tale. You skipped over a huge amount of good-hearted content. Hold on. Bulma treats Goku he like does. a little child. Or she does. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's sweet. I enjoy it. It is very nice. Bulma does not know if all guys do not have that tails. Is what, that's honestly scene, hilarious. That is what, <laughs> which is funny when he goes like, all guys got tails. She's like, damn, what if all what guys if? got I've tails? Never, I don't it's such a powerful know. moment of like, Yeah, where oh, Bulma fuck. destroys, or Goku destroys Bulma's worldview for a second. <laughs> but just being like, all boys have tails. Which like, Goku even backtracks on a little bit right after <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, Grandpa Go- Gohan didn't. But he was weird, so maybe yeah. not. I'm normal. My grandpa go a weirdo. But the 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 I love when uh so Shino washes him down whatever and then he gets out leaves and then she goes to take a bath. He's like, "All right, I'm here to help. I know yeah. you got my back. I got yours." <laughs> and she's like, "Get the fuck out." But I'm like, "You got to respect." He's like, "You know what? Reciprocalness. Like we're all in this together." It's very he's a sweet no, Goku is a him. pure-hearted boy. And everyone should everyone have a tail. Everyone should have a tail. Mm-hmm. It seems really convenient. As he says before he gets kicked out of a house. <laughs> now, we cut to Emperor Pilaf's house where he's holding audience with Shu. Shu has returned unsuccessful from a mission to acquire a Dragon Ball because, quote, he was hungry and wanted to come back and get some food. Now, a recurring theme yes. for all characters. Pilaf chides him and then farts and then blames Shu for farting. And then he presses a button, which has some little hands that come out, 
and grabs all no, of no, no, Shu's hold up, lips. Hold up. He, ru- he runs across to the press room, the button. Past yeah, so Shu to, to go press and the And then comments that he wants yeah, so the button. Imagine next like this to the huge thing. dining table. Yeah, you imagine he's at this huge dining table, right? Mm-hmm. And Pilaf is like a three foot tall blue Correct. goblin creature. Just that is the dressed ornately. Mm-hmm. And then he's like I got you now! And then just runs across. It's like... <laughs> and then hits a button. And Shu, a ninja, does not know how to react to the situation. Stands there and gets grabbed by four robot arms. And then proceeds to be told that by being held by Chainsaw from Pilaf... Yes, P- Pilaf pulls a chainsaw he's a out farter. of Which, like, yeah. Pilaf has this Looney Tunes-ass forearm robot grabbing device. And then just has a regular-ass chainsaw... <laughs> <laughs> and, it's and he's like, you better say you oh, fucking yeah. farted, Which, by the way, if anyone thinks we're spending way too much time on this fart gag, so does the episode. This is like five minutes of runtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. I love the button <laughs> gag. The fart joke does not get me, but the button gag literally <laughs> The button gag was fucking beautiful. Yeah, because he's like, God, oh, I better put that closer. He literally has to go from, <laughs> he's in the exact opposite area of where the button is. He has to is, run across his to... entire throne room. And he does the fucking Naruto running, but arm to the side or slightly to the back, he's like, eh, 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 and then hits it, and no one reacts. <laughs> Which is just beautiful. It is a wonderful, wonderful event the whole way through. But after this, right before he's about to just rip shoe to shreds, after Shu admits that he farted, even though he didn't, it was totally peel off. We saw the little fart cloud. Mai yeah, comes in. Letting them know that a fourth associate of theirs was lost searching for a Dragon Ball in a certain area. But they believe the Dragon Ball is there. So, Pilaf sends Mai and Shu out to go investigate. And they get in their little airplane and go. Cut back to Goku, who is eating with Bulma after getting kicked out of trying to help Bulma bathe. And he hates bread. Yeah, he... Goku hates all the food he that he's been given that is like things that have been very clearly made for this like bread and veggies and like a little bit of meat of some kind I believe yeah, it's kind of weird that he doesn't like like bread I feel like bread's a universal love food <laughs> yeah we well, does he know how to bread. make it no but I, I mean, think if, he'd enjoy it yeah but I guess the shock to your system if you're eating something that far that's out true. Here. that's true he literally runs out and yeah. grabs a centipede which is like what yes. Goku does is he goes it's out like, mm, this to is just go get meat shit. like he just wants meat is his express purpose of going out there um he chases down a big bird this is my and Shu's plane <laughs> Goku does not know in an airplane yeah he's is. like oh I'm gonna yeah. beat this bird all, yeah, all devices <laughs> are monsters to Goku until proven otherwise Mm-hmm. Are monsters or Honestly, it's monsters just a wise that people yeah. have? Now, Mai and Shu land in this little clearing, which is where they were like looking to find the person they lost, and they see something glowing, and they're like, Dragon Ball? No, it's a pack of wolves. So Mai and Shu are now being threatened by a pack of wolves when Goku shows up and says, this bird is mine. He's still singularly focused on the bird. But when the wolves come <laughs> out, Goku kills them all, thinking... Oh, this is great. Now we have food for everybody. Which, Goku is such a pure soul. He wants to immediately help yeah. these people. Yeah, he's like, we can all have delicious wolf meat. And they're like freaking out because yeah, also wolves. Goku just has a big centipede in his hand through all of this. Yeah, he's holding mm-hmm. on to a centipede still alive. And, yeah. 
Tis and kill. Goku manages to just take all the wolves out with like single punches and even jumps and takes out the plane as Mai and Shu fly off. Not while being dogpiled by like five yeah, or six which, wolves. Keep in mind, he's not yeah. bringing down the plague because he's like, Mai and Shu are getting away. He's like, that's my bird. I want to eat it and kicks it. <laughs> yeah, he does not understand that they got inside the bird to fly it. He's just like, that's a big bird. Yeah. I want food. After he gets it, he's like, this bird is hard as rocks. Like, he still has not put together that this isn't a bird by the time he's destroyed the plane. Mai and Shu are freaked out. Yeah, he fundamentally still doesn't understand car mm. metal yet. The idea of, he's like, knows he wants to be hard as steel. He does not know yeah. what steel is. Now, <laughs> Mai and Shu are freaked out, which Goku doesn't know that he blew up their ride. Goku has no idea that he's been in conflict with these two. He wanted to help them. But they're like, holy shit, this kid yeah. is strong. Now. Yeah, this guy's gonna <laughs> fuck us up. Goku and Bulma, Goku goes back to Bulma's house, their little, like, collective house. And offers Bulma a wolf and a centipede for food, which Bulma is not into. Just like a raw whole wolf. Hasn't done anything to it yet. Hasn't even skinned it. It's just... It's just googly Bulma eyes staring at him. Bulma calls it a coyote. This is objectively incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a slick. She's a city slicker. She doesn't know what she's She's just throwing about. things out there. Now, Goku takes the wolf and the centipede, cooks them over an open fire, eats them, goes inside... And for the first time ever, sees a bed, or at least sees a soft bed, but is told to sleep on the floor, which he's just all the way down for. So Goku gets a. I think it's so rude. Uh, Goku no, deserves just, a bed. No, I love. It. No, it's the you're going to sleep on the floor, and there's just a beat, and he goes, "Really? <laughs> yeah." It was great, but as soon as he's like, "Really?" she's like, "Yes." Goku just gets on the floor. He really doesn't fight her. Hmm. Yeah, he's yeah, like, no "Girl, fine." Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> which. They re- Goku falls asleep quick, I might add. Like, Goku, like, says some comment to Bulma. Bulma's like, hey, and Goku's asleep. Just fucking out. Mid-Bulma mid yes, yelling which at is him. fantastic. Yeah, he was like, he said something and then literally passed out yeah. after saying it. Now, <laughs> Goku wakes up in the morning and decides, since Bulma's not up yet, he's gonna take advantage of the moment and just try to sleep on the bed as well. But when he rests his head on Bulma's crotch, realizes she doesn't have a penis... This is a plot point. <laughs> yeah, which Goku oh, yeah. then removes the panties to realize that Bulma has no balls, which they finally make the Dragon Ball joke that I thought no one would make in-universe. But <laughs> She's like, Bulma, your balls are gone, <laughs> Goku says. Bulma runs immediately to the table and finds all the Dragon Balls are still there and breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs> no. <laughs> And he doesn't bring up that he took no. off her panties. This is important. And, no, and he just, they just sort of, he just goes like, you just had a bad dream, Goku. Goku, still freaking the fuck out about this, does not <laughs> yes. make any more comments. Because Goku doesn't know that people don't have penises sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he has no idea you could not have a penis. <laughs> still just fucking blowing Goku's mind. So, Bulba goes through her usual routine, which Goku is very much annoyed by how long it's taking. So Goku goes outside to beat up some yeah. random rocks. Now, he does. Yeah, he gets pissed off <laughs> at rocks. And just, like, squeezes them like Until they explode. Melon. He's like, time to train, and then just explodes, like, boulders by squeezing them together like a fucking lemon. Now, Goku picks up another rock after blowing up, I think, like, two or three at this point. And this yeah, one yeah, tells yeah. him not to blow it up, which is when he realizes that this is a turtle, and this turtle can talk. 
Now Goku brings the turtle back to Bulma so they can talk to the turtle. And Bulma, by the way, Bulma not phased at all by the talking turtle. This seems totally normal. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, whatever. In their world. So she refers to it as a tortoise. Yeah. Well, and she's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Let's start there. Fucking idiot. But <laughs> it's yeah. fear all wrong. The turtle reveals and then ask if yeah, he wants anything. Which the turtle reveals oh, sorry, that he ahead. is trying to get to the ocean. Which they tell him which direction. He says it'll take him 22 years to get there. Goku, being a good-hearted soul, offers to give the tortoise a turtle. Give the turtle a lift all the way to the ocean. Bulma says they don't have time. Which Goku's like, come on, we just wasted all morning. You have time. So... Goku picks up the turtle to run, Bulma hesitates, but then follows. And that is where this episode ends, with them going off to help Turtle. After seeing a friggin' T-Rex in the distance yes. behind her. Yeah, yeah. she's like, uh, she's like, I got this, and then there's like a T-Rex and a pterodactyl. She's like, I'm gonna go hang you out. You know what, I definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. One thing I want to point out, good gag, is he... She, no, she asks if the turtle wants anything. He says, do you have any seawater? Which Bulma goes, of course, I do have seawater. Brings out seawater and goes, I believe it's an 87. And he takes a drink and goes, this is an 86 seawater. Still very good. Which is a powerful level, like, dumb Oh, it's a high me. level bit. Just how they spin a yeah, few minutes just on like, it. Which everyone plays that bit straight-faced. Yeah, everyone's like, <laughs> mm, yes, of course. <laughs> which is the best part of it. Yes. Yes. Then another running gag throughout the episode has been Goku being incredibly confused that Bulma does not have a mm -hmm. tail. And then when the when he's with the turtle and Bulma comes running back after changing her mind, Goku asks the turtle, "Your turtle? Are turtle girls like this?" And he's like, "No, no, not really. They usually have tails." Which is a great bit. Which is just that's a good I bit. Right down the note, good. lots of tail-based humor. <laughs> that is a constant throughout these episodes. Is there is a lot of tail shit. Let's be spitting you a tail, good sir. It's very good. Now, we're on episode three. The Nimbus Cloud of Master Roshi. Which, you know, right up top, we already know Master Roshi's coming into the picture now. <laughs> it's great. Yep. In all his so, glory. episode open. <laughs> episode open, Goku, who's just <laughs> hoofing it with the turtle on his back while Bulba rides the motorcycle alone next to him. Uh, Goku yeah. and gang run mm -hmm. into a samurai tiger bandit who has a Russian accent. Let's move on. At least something yeah, vaguely Eastern I, European. Yeah, I couldn't tell what the accent was, because I just literally wrote, what accent is Tiger? I also Tiger? wrote, because he says something <laughs> about, like, I'll eat the turtle, I won't eat humans, humans give me heartburn. And then, after Goku <laughs> yeah. says some dumb shit, telling him they won't give over the turtle, he's like, well, heartburn never hurt anybody. And I beg to differ as someone with acid. Heartburn hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, remember kids, heartburn hurts. Which Goku takes this tiger man out pretty easily. Uh, yeah, the tiger man the like, takes out this massive fucking yeah. sword. Yeah, and is like, I'm gonna kill you. And Goku just hops on the sword as he swings it, and then just punches yes. him in the face. Which And knocks I him have, out instantly. I One have two notes about this fight. One, Goku really toys with and taunts enemies in this series. Like, throughout the first couple fights we've seen, Goku's always just like fucking around. Like, he's just like, ha-ha, woo-woo. But that, that is also in every series, unless it's, like, very I feel like serious. He, unless there's, like, super there's high less, stakes. It's usually, there's, like... There's less verbal eh? taunting from him in later fights, though. 
and it becomes a lot True. more about him talking yeah, about becomes... form and being like you're doing good and like talking about the fight itself in this it's just him being like haha you missed me haha neener yeah. neener neener he's yeah he's very yes. kid like mm-hmm. which you know makes sense cause and he's then 12. my second note I had yeah. on this fight was I wrote the words what punch in all caps with an exclamation yeah. point because that's all it took I also want to get the size disparity here. Goku is about one half the size of this tiger man's yes. head. <laughs> it's a massive fuck With off With a massive tiger. fuck off man. sword and Goku just one oh. punches him. Yeah. Just everyone's like, Jesus Christ. He beat that pterodactyl yeah. up. But, oh my yeah. God. It is fantastic. And the turtle is now scared of Goku who's like talking about eating and he's like, turtles are poisonous. Which... Turtles are not poisonous. <laughs> and Goku's like, I wouldn't eat that. And I wrote, he would eat anything. If last episode... He really yeah, Goku says, I will not... Yeah, Goku says, I won't eat everything. And then I said, bullshit, Goku would eat everything. <laughs> well, that's not true. He didn't eat the bread. That's maybe, true. He didn't eat the maybe bread. Maybe turtles taste like bread in this universe. This we don't fair. know. That's but true. after this, they get to the ocean. Which Turtle tells them to wait after they drop him off in the water. Because he's going to go get them a gift. So they do. Which I did write, how old is Turtle? Is a question I had based on some of the things he said. And I was surprised Goku had never seen the ocean. Maybe not, but... Yeah. Well, he does live in the true. mountains. And it was yeah, I don't, yeah, 20... He, he's never traveled like, outside mm. the hut, yeah. I mean, it was like 100 miles away. I also wrote, Turtle swim fast. Turtle swim fast <laughs> and Goku's just hyped to be in the water. And he's like, oh, this water tastes like garbage. And they're all like, yeah, it's salt water, you absolute moron. Ew, this yeah. is 88 salt water. Which, yeah. yeah this, this is a 99. At this point, we cut away <laughs> from what they're doing to see Pilaf's riding through his kingdom, which, holy shit, Pilaf has subjects. I never knew Pilaf had a country. I thought, well, he, he, yeah. Wasn't that, a dream? Was that, wasn't that a dream? Or was that actually happening? That was that was actually happening, or it may, oh. maybe I thought it was a dream sequence because it referred to him as the ruler of the world. I th- I oh, see. I thought that been. was like wishful, like what he told them to say to him. Um, mm-hmm. but maybe it was a dream maybe. sequence. I took it as actually happening I when I was watching. It's funnier if yeah. it actually happened. Which Shu and Mai return to inform him that not only did they fail to get a Dragon Ball, their plane was destroyed by a little boy with a monkey tail. So now. Boom. Episode three, we've got the villains and the heroes in direct conflict. So, I also, sort of. Sort of. S- yeah, sort of. And he's like, and then they're like, okay, we got to go to Master Roshi's place because he gets a phone call. <laughs> he gets a phone <laughs> call. Right? On on this walking dinosaur. Yeah, phone. I want to point out, I think I just literally wrote, the, the hotline is a walking dinosaur robot. <laughs> yeah, I wrote dino frog phone. Yeah, it's like a Dino Frog phone. It's the fucking coolest phone I've ever it is seen. Fucking great. It's like a little like four, like maybe like a five, six inch tall, like a little green robot dinosaur frog that like holds the phone in its hands and walks towards you. To yeah, it's just super convenient. If you, you know, in the era before the cell phone that's in your pocket. <laughs> this is good shit. But yeah, so now that he's learned about going to Master Roshi's place to find a Dragon Ball, uh, they get to the plane, but Pilaf goes with them this time, because Pilaf is a good manager, and he knows that he has to be part of the encounter. (laughs) Pilaf would be an excellent customer service man. We know this. 
He is a awesome. manager and I don't a know. leader that I would follow. Look, if he just whips that chainsaw out at random, he'd be my hero. Yeah, and so they're going to Master Roshi's house, which lives on an island somewhere, yes. I think they established. So, yeah. so they get in a Correct. plane to fly over there. Next, we cut back to Goku and Bulma on the beach, and they see Turtles coming back with this guy who just looks like a total baller sitting on his back. This is... With a Before shell. we describe Master Roshi, I want to point out Goku is just building a mound of sand. <laughs> He's not building a sand castle. It is just a pile of sand. He's like lovingly crafting it for like a couple frames before He's they building show a Master mouth? Roshi. Yeah, he's just building a mount. It is so stupid looking. I love it. It's just like, it shows Goku's creativity. But it just put it in a pile of sand. Yeah, just what an incredible it is good shit. I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna fight this leader. <laughs> I yeah. imagine him saying that <laughs> quietly much. to himself as he's just like patting it like he's like, this will make a good punch. <laughs> so, Goku sees Master Roshi, which is my favorite bit of the episode, where they're both just going over here, and Roshi's like, they know they're the only people on this beach, right? <laughs> which is yeah, the first. Yeah. This is How the first line surprised? of dialogue we get for Master Roshi. <laughs> Master Roshi's a bit of a snark. Yeah, which I like that when Master Roshi introduces himself, he introduces True. himself as Roshi the Turtle Hermit. He doesn't say Master Roshi. He is not a master yet. Yeah, he's, he's not, their not master yet. He's not also, putting on the airs yet, you know? He's 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 definitely oh, yeah. a master. Right also, now. if we're talking about the great outfits, yeah. <laughs> master Roshi's get up is incredible. So let's let's describe it. Master Roshi is completely bald, kind of a hunched over old man wearing a giant purple turtle shell. Uh, like turtle uh Which shell really on his doesn't help the hunch. It's about the size yeah, and he's hunched over and he's kinda like he looks like he's four feet tall, kind of always bent knees. He's wearing an ABC button-down shirt. So the shirt's a Hawaiian shirt with a bunch of alphabet yeah. numbers. It's on. like orange. Letters. It has a bunch of alphabet letters on it. And he's wearing like flip-flops and like super short shorts that are still somehow very baggy. <laughs> um, and then he has a big old like lump of like wood as a cane. Like it's a cane yeah. that's like. It's just a big top is to it. Definitely it looks like a just some staff. stick he picked up off the. And then sick red sunglasses. And this, like, kind of, like, big white beard kind of thing oh, yeah. going on. I do not know how to describe Master Roshi's his goatee beard situation. Yes. Yeah, his goatee beard. He has a big mustache, big goatee beard. Just kind of looks like some dude you'd see at Las Vegas gambling for <laughs> 70 hours. You're not? Yeah, you're that, that's that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's incredible. He's powerful. So, Master Roshi... Oh, and he also has a dragon ball and a necklace on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. So Master Roshi tells him, like, well, thanks for helping Turtle get back to me. Uh, I'm going to give you something in return. And he calls for a magic carpet. But the magic carpet is at the cleaners, as Turtle reminds him. So he calls for his second choice, (laughs) which is the flying Nimbus. Which is a little flying cloud that you have to be pure of heart to ride. I want to point out, Master Roshi can't ride the cloud when it shows up. And we're about to learn why. Yeah, see, but he, but he apparently usually can, because he definitely expected to stand on the yes, cloud. Yes, he did. He's like, yeah, let me show this shit off, yeah. and then he falls right through. Which shows at one point he was pure of heart. That has changed. And then he saw a woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. Because Master Roshi is a dirty, dirty. But old Goku man. hops on it, and he immediately can ride it because Goku is a pure-hearted little boy. So. Yeah. Master Roshi 
is talking with Bulma now. Goku's having a good time with the cloud. And Bulma notices the Dragon Ball around his neck. Which Master Roshi, like, had promised her a gift as well. And she's like, can I have the Dragon Ball? Roshi. And he yeah. doesn't even know Roshi's what it is. just like... Yeah, Tur- and the turtle says, like, he didn't, she didn't give me anything. Which Bulma retorts, I gave you the seawater. Which is true. She gave him <laughs> yeah. the seawater. She, she does deserve something. reward. Roshi's not going <laughs> to hand it over. She does deserve it. But... Roshi doesn't even know that this is an important object. He's just like, oh, I found this cool rock. That's basically what it equates to. Yeah. Like, I thought it was pretty, pretty much. sick. Sick. Yeah, he's like, this, this ball yeah. is cool. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but, so Bulba decides that she's going, or Roshi says that he wants her to flash him to get the Dragon Ball. Because Roshi is a pervert, which Turtle comments, mm. of course, you couldn't ride the cloud. And I was like, yeah, I knew that this was going to be it. Shut up, yeah. Turtle. <laughs> yeah, he's like, shut up. <laughs> so he wants to see Bulma's panties. And Bulma's like, all right. And flashes him. Bulma's, Bulma's 16. 16. Mm-hmm, and we still. also need to bring mm, up that in the last a, episode, mm, Goku mm. removed her panties. And she did not know. So. Yeah. This is called the payoff. Yeah. Set up the whole family. The payoff. <laughs> <laughs> so Bulma does this twice without realizing that she has no underwear on and Master Roshi whose nose is bleeding profusely yeah has a nozzle mm-hmm. f- fissure at this point and hands over the dragon from ball from so, so now that brings our dragon ball count up to four by episode three they got four Correct. dragons now Bulma and Goku leave with their respective rewards happy to have gotten it and Master Roshi is still just kind of dumbstruck and gets on the turtle, and they go off to his house. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, during, during this, this time, time Pilaf mm-hmm. and Gang... And this has been like an interspersed yes. cutting. They've kind of gone, gone back, back and, and forth, forth between these bit. two events. Pilaf and Gang show up at Kame House, which they don't, they don't establish it's called Kame House, really. I don't know if they show the shot of the name. I can't remember. It's, okay. it's on yeah. there. They just say it's Master yeah. Roshi's house, but it says So Kame they're at Kame House. house. Which, this is going to be a constant with villains showing up at Kame House. But. <laughs> I also want to point out, this house Oh, is Kame sick. House fucking slaps. Yeah, Kame House is rad. So it's this, like, pink house with a red roof. And it's, like, the common, like, old school looking suburban house. It looks like a one-story house. Two that stories. That has, like, the classic triangle roof. It is, But it looks like a one-story house. That's what I'm saying. It just looks like it. But it's a little two-story house. Triangle roof, a little patio in the front. And it just it just looks so hot. It's on an island that is about the width of the house. That the island's only about like twenty more feet around than the house. Just that's where this is where Master Roshi lives. Which Pilaf, Mai, and Shu arrive with their airplane that can turn into a boat. Um and they're trying to get in through the front door, which is locked. Pilaf pulls out his little skeleton key. Which, the animation effect of the key turning into a key looks awesome. I loved it. That was a great little animated effect. But while he's... I do, I do want to point out, before they go, I've got a great idea. Let's break in. <laughs> and he's like, no. We're gonna... What does he say? We're not gonna break in. We're gonna, like, sneak in. It's like his idea. Which is still just breaking in, but without breaking the door down. They're like, I'll just break the door. And he's like, no. I'll use this. <laughs> and he pulls out his invention. Um, because 
Pilaf gotcha. and, is a and brilliant I wanna... inventor. Oops. Yeah, and at this point, Zach has had to bow out for unforeseen technical difficulties of some sort, or he's going to yes. go do something. So it is now just chasing just myself. Out now. Yeah. yeah, just letting that go. Yeah. It's fine. Um, now, while he's doing this, Shu and Mai just go in through the window, which is open. They just yeah. break in. <laughs> The, the smarter thing is, they plan, didn't like proving my. The they didn't really break the window. Like they just opened it. <laughs> yeah, the window was just opened. This is a house in the middle of an island. I don't think he cares Which about security. Which begs the question of why the door is locked at all. But they get in yeah. and they start looking around for the Dragon Ball. Then we cut back to all the stuff we just described, and we cut back, and now Master Roshi arrives, seeing a plane is there, and is just kind of befuddled by it, but not really bothered. No, but before we had to point out before this, this is so important to me. So they get in there, they search around the house looking for the Dragon Ball, can't find it because Roshi's obviously at the other end of this island where the beach would be. He's, he's all the way back at the beach giving the Dragon Ball right. to Bulma. There, at the house, sunbathing is a fucking <laughs> alligator just sitting there who can talk, but I have never encountered this character. I cannot remember him. Pilaf runs up with a switchblade, points at him, and goes, tell me where Master Roshi is, threatening to stab an alligator after previously going, we're not going to break down a door, he, but he's going to yes. stab an alligator who proceeds to freak well, out because a man has come up with a blade and says it's going to stab him. After this alligator has seen these people come and break into this house. There is no rhyme or reason. This alligator is never introduced. He leaves. We have no idea who he is. I've never seen him before in any other Dragon Ball property. He's just fucking getting his tan on, freaks out, and goes. After There's no reason for this to happen, but it's great. It's fucking hilarious. I'm, I'm so confused by this alligator, but yes. So Roshi arrives. And he has cool sunglasses on because he he's sunbathing. He does sick sunglasses. That alligator has great style. I hope we see I can't believe I hope again. we see the alligator Oh, again. hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry, I had a thing come up. I thought you oh, would just good. be gone. No. <laughs> no, you can't get rid of me Fuck. that easily. Yeah, so Six, six Shades Gator <laughs> threatened with a knife, but... He escapes. You know, he gives up the ghost. <laughs> quickly and roshi he's like yeah, Ro- yeah. roshi's coming yeah i don't know he's like i don't know it's the best response he's like i don't know where roshi is but roshi arrives <laughs> all right since, since i missed this part can i just double back for a second when they're trying to break into the uh-huh. door so pilaf yeah. like lock, lock picks the door successfully does it and locks it so does that mean roshi just leaves his house unlocked yeah <laughs> which picks they're just like yeah, oh we need a master plan to break into this ends up locking the door locking himself out and then just climbs it through the window anyway yes <laughs> our our villain, everyone. master villain, <laughs> future emperor of the world. Stabbing Thank you. an alligator. Damn near <laughs> fucking stabs an alligator. Look, who that. among us has not once threatened to stab a, a reptile? He's to gonna shiv a gator. It's terrifying. I was scared for the gator. Hmm. Go on, sorry. We should be. <laughs> But Master Roshi arrives, and now they're threatening him for his Dragon Ball, which he's like, oh, you mean the rock? I just gave that to a girl with blue hair. <laughs> and yeah, yeah and they're just you. very easily give up on this. They're just like, ah, shucks. Well, which way, at least? Oh, well, yeah. okay, then. Which they turn, they get in their boat, their plane-turned boat, which I don't know why they need it to be a boat now, and then they ask Master Roshi to help them push it into the water. Which is yeah, just, like, yeah. Which Master Roshi abides, but just punches a hole in the fucking hole of it. 
Yeah, he goes to push it and just pushes a hole through it with his staff and is like, oh, they deserve yeah. it anyways. He's, now, and then just granted, pushes it with his hand and just goes, well, all right, bye. I mean, he says that. He doesn't know they've looted his house yet. No, I just think he doesn't like them. They were <laughs> very rude to like him. Them. Yeah. You threatened by yeah. alligator. Prepare to I die. Think, yeah. Where is it? Oh, Roshi is just kind of annoyed by home invasion and casually murders. That was my note on this whole <laughs> sequence. <laughs> You know there's yeah, just a pile of dead, of dead bodies sinks. underneath that ocean right there. Yeah, the boat fucking sinks, and then just a hat of Pilaf's little, like, beanie hat that he wears as the Emperor, the Emperor hat, um, comes up, yes. and that's it. That's the end of that. We will... I do not know what happens to them. I've yet to continue no, watching. <laughs> but we then cut uh, back to Bulma and oh, don't, Goku. don't forget the fart joke. The what? There is yet this another is fart joke with Pilafs. Apparently, biological oh, yeah. weapons great ass. <laughs> I did write, we have had two fart jokes in as many episodes. <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> uh, Sir, we have a lot of fart There's jokes a lot of this. fart humor going in right now. Which tells you, this one was very deliberately marketed towards children in the beginning. <laughs> which begs a lot of questions about mm. the panty stuff. So, so yes. many questions. <laughs> but... We cut back to Goku and Bulba, who arrive back at their capsule house, Bulma now realizing that she did not have panties on, and just bared it all to Master Roshi, and a turtle, and Goku, but he was not paying attention, which... Yeah, and Goku's like, that's... Yeah, that which Goku immediately that. fesses up to, <laughs> yeah, I took him off, ha and that's it. He... <laughs> No and then shame. Bulma takes Seems out a Mac-10. <laughs> yeah, and then Bulma takes out a Mac-10 and proceeds to shoot Goku yes. out of the house. As one would spritz a cat. With a, which yeah. She, at this point, knows that bullets will not kill Goku. So I just find it funny. Yeah. This is, She's just getting yeah, some This is the escalation out. of their relationship already. <laughs> so, they pack uh, up the house. Bulma is in yet another awesome outfit as they get started on the next part of their adventure to find the next ball. Oh, and, you know, the peel-off yeah. gang sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, dead. Where they will remain till the end of time, or at least, you know, probably next episode. Next oh, episode. I'm sure there will be a gag. And probably peel-off will fart. He seems to do that One quite a bit. One hope. And we talking about Shu episode... did both of them. But, oh yeah, Shu's just... I feel bad for Shu. I feel like he's there. <laughs> he's like a pilot. He's like a chauffeur. I have wrote that Shu was a good boy stewardess when they all got on the plane. <laughs> because she was just like, oh, this is your stewardess speaking? Which, like, Shu has the best voice. I fucking love yeah, the voice that the voice actor for Shu picked. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, Shu is great. <laughs> he just sounds like a hapless idiot who's just trying to do good it's voice because stuff. He is. Because he and is. he is. And it's great. Yeah. I love Shu and Pilaf and Mai. <laughs> I love how Mai doesn't... Yeah, Mai never seems good. annoyed by her co-workers. Which is like, you'd think usually at the straight woman role surrounded by morons, the straight person is always like annoyed by the morons. Mai is just indifferent. It's a steady gig. It's, she's yeah. used to it. <laughs> she seems like she's been beaten down by this fucking act that she's had to deal with, but is fiercely loyal to Pilaf. <laughs> She's that one dog from the Looney Tunes cartoons who looks to the camera and goes, eh, it's a living. <laughs> that's the Flintstones. It, that's objectively I, true. You know what, eh. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
So that was a. I feel this good about was all this. Our first three episodes, <laughs> which within this first three episodes, we had the introduction of our two main characters. We have four of the seven Dragon Balls already in their possession. We have. Long, yeah, we have the conflict has been set between the villain and the heroes, though so far no real physical confrontation. They just. Pilaf and gang knows that Goku and Bulma are figures that are in conflict with them in some way. And our heroes have no idea the other side This is exists. correct. And also we've been introduced to Master Roshi. <laughs> yes. Also true. And we've had, overall um, I would say, like there's much more of a focus on the adventure than anything else when it comes to the series. Mm-hmm. We've had these nice little episodic yeah. challenges in each one to get over, as well as they're all just building to a common goal of this is the adventure we're on, and this is what we're doing this week to try to get to our next goal. Yeah. And I like it. It's fun. It's a very easy setup. It's very easy to digest. And it's just kind of like, what yeah. What will we come up next? Animation quality. Yeah. It is of its time. But it's, like, very charming <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like, I like the, the mm-hmm. color palette of the show. A lot of, like, orange... A lot of, like, pinks and blues in like character designs and whatnot um which i appreciate like it looks really nice uh the designs hold up toriyama's art style still i love it and yeah i'm having a fun time so far yeah i'm enjoying it when so there's like 150 episodes this is correct right Mm-hmm. When do you think they're going to first summon Shinron? What's what's your guys' prediction? I think it doesn't happen oh. for the first time until the end of the peel-off arc. So I want to say that that's going to be like episode... Okay. So probably like another 20 I episodes, say it's like right? episode 20-ish. I know the peel-off arc is pretty short. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very short. Yeah, I can't they imagine get to the, they get to the first tournament soon. real... Well, that was kind of like, you know, some of the original stuff that Toriyama talked about. He originally only had the plan for just like the peel-off arc arc and he almost thought like this is going to be a one-off i'm just going to make this little adventure this little like kind of spin on journey to the west and that'll be it and like that's all i want to do it wasn't until like dragon ball was like his publisher was like you should make more and he's like whatever and he makes the first tournament arc and that's when dragon ball becomes a hit which is interesting dragon ball was not that popular with the peel-off arc when the mangas came out it did well, but no, it was it not did. like a phenomenon. It was just kind of like I can thing. see it. It's quite, it's, it's pretty yeah. Quirky. It's super quirky, which I like, but you know, doesn't have that mainstream kind of no thing. It, and that's kind of interesting to see, like at the risk of sounding, mm-hmm. but you know, that is kind of interesting about watching this first arc and what I think will be fun going through the whole thing is how different it starts versus how what it becomes, and yet still the DNA of what it becomes is in there. It's like the focus yeah. changes, but it's still so distinctly it. It's this weird, quirky adventure with these fun, crazy characters and Goku, who just doesn't change. But it's not really about... It, it, it's kind of a different story structure. And that usually when you look at stories, you look at like, okay, here's the hero, here's their want, here's their need, and here's how they change as they get to what they need. Goku already has his need. Like, Goku already has found fulfillment in his life in a lot of ways. And it's mostly about how does interacting with Goku change everyone else? Yeah. Yeah, which is, like, I think a lot of the fun of Dragon Ball, structurally, 
and why you see you know the trope of so much like the villain of one arc becomes a hero in the next is because it's all about like the, what is the effect goku has on the world around him in his weird naive stupid innocence <laughs> and it's great his incredibly stupid oh, yeah. innocence i love it he is such a good guy he's just such a good guy God, he's, he's so dumb. stupid <laughs> though a lot of things that it, well okay you could almost make the case that goku's really really smart with like how quickly he can see someone do something and just pick it up like that's an intelligence of sorts true i yeah i would say i mean he's smart he's definitely not book smart and he's has like kind of like you said before he kind of has that uh, focus thing oh, yeah. going on goku Where... the definition of street smart. goku has no social intelligence I mean... either <laughs> Yes. Goku calls Bulma has, a dog no without thinking about what that means. <laughs> <laughs> or like when he first met the turtle, he thought. It was I think Bulma. he says you're no dog, right? Isn't that what he says? Like I wouldn't. You don't. You're not a dog. Like I don't that. know. What he, he compares Bulma to a dog without thinking about the implications because he doesn't know there are implications. Mm-hmm. He's just having a good time. He's just a sweet innocent yeah. salmon roll. I don't think Goku has stopped smiling yet. Except for, like, brief instances when he's terrified to find out that Bulma didn't have a penis. (laughs) The appropriate reaction. Yeah, the the natural fear of man. (laughs) He just sees this tunnel and is scared. Yeah. Just Freudian. (laughs) I don't want to be here in this call. And on that note... It's Freudian. (laughs) That's what what we're leaving this episode. (laughs) The power pole is Freudian. All right. I mean, obviously. Yeah, that was going without saying. A pole is never just a pole. (laughs) Small boy going through puberty with a pole that extends as far as he wants. Yeah, especially when he's got both hands held on it tight. And yelling at it. I don't know what everyone else experienced. a woman in the first episode. (laughs) Anyway, good Thank night, you everybody. for joining us. <laughs> good night. For World's Strongest <laughs> Podcast. Bye. And Bye. pause recordings. <laughs>